I've always had issues, which as you can guess, I've never dealt with. And I I knew I had issues, and I say issues, it's very, it's a general statement, but I've always had anger issues. And I knew this really young because my mom would always call me out. And she would always tell me, if you don't change your your way of being, you're going to lose a lot of people along the way. And it would it would break my mom's heart. It would break my mom's heart to see my mom disappointed. Um, I've been harboring all of this unhealed trauma. And sometimes unhealed trauma can take the form of addiction, chronic anger, anxiety, attachment issues, perfectionism, and or depression. So for me, this pain is manifested my behavior and my temperament and the way I react and I recently lost two friends and my mom was right I've lost people along the way and I never thought it was anything I had to work on I thought that I would outgrow this as I get older and I've realized that's not the case um the last thing my friends told me before ending our friendship was that I needed to get help rightfully so and I did I've begun therapy So I'm starting this podcast really as a way to hold myself accountable, kind of like a journal. I studied writing, and as much as I love it, I hate it. It can be so boring at times. It's a very solitary task, and at least through audio, you can hear my voice. It's more personal. So in a way, you and I are friends. So welcome. I'm Gabe. That's a capital G-A-Y, lowercase b, and this podcast has no name. If you follow me on IG, Delray Gabe... I am a huge Real Housewives fan, and those women, they love to be on camera. They deliver the drama, and I eat it up. So maybe this journal is a way of seeing if anyone cares about me. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Maybe a little bit vain. Um, But it's also meant to be a way for me to hold myself accountable and kind of put these things out there, you know, without having to write and... I think that's I think that's very necessary, at least for me in the moment. It's been about a week and a half and I've had two therapy sessions. When I first booked a session, they gave me a white counselor, who I'm sure is a lovely person, but I I requested a black counselor, one because I can, and two because they specialize in identity, gender, and sexual diversity, and that sounded perfect to me. Um The first session was, well, wet. I cried a lot. It was really emotional, and it was cliche, but so necessary. I looked for the nearest tissue in that moment, and when I couldn't find one, I had to wipe my tears with my do-rag, and even though I was having a breakdown, I could understand how funny that moment was. Something interesting my therapist and I touched on is, I noticed that I always have my guard up around straight men. And just gonna throw this out there, all men are trash. Hell, even I'm trash. But some of us think more than others. But really, straight men have always made me uneasy and uncomfortable. And and it's not obviously all straight men. Like, I know a lot of wonderful straight men. But this, the idea, how they've always made me feel when I was younger. I've kind of grown up with all of this, like, resentment, I think. And so I... I I proceed with caution around straight men, to put it that way. 
And the first time I realized I was attracted to men was on the playground. I was young. And rather than join kind of the group of boys chasing the girls, I was running with the girls. I wanted to be chased. I wanted the attention the girls got from the boys. And when I didn't get it, I think it made me feel lonely, which is weird to say as a kid, but more, it's how I knew I was different. How I knew I was different. And um, the boys knew I was different, you know? And was I ever going to talk about it? Hell nah, were they? Hell yeah. You know, those boys judged and made fun of me pretty much all my grade school career. Of course, there was that one time we were all in class one day, and just before the bell rang to let us out, this guy looks over at me and then has a very clear and loud message to send to his friends. And he said that if he ever had a gay son, he would kill him. And I remember every single person in that room froze for a moment because obviously it was such a terrible thing what he said. And it was just very awkward because everyone knew that I was like that one kid who was like not out of the closet. So it was really painful to kind of be in that situation and and experience that. And, and I think that that's probably... Like, it just adds to the reason why I don't trust or feel comfortable around straight men because I have this idea that this is what they think. And, you know, I just wanted people to know who I was because I'm fun and funny and, you know, my friends would be like, oh, like, everyone knows your name, people know who you are, but they only knew my name because they wanted to know if Gabe was gay, right? Like, they didn't actually want to get to know me or didn't want to invite me to certain things and I hated that. I was never able to shake that off. I'm constantly softening who I am around straight men. If I have my legs crossed, maybe I won't cross them, or I won't do that funny dance, or wear that flowy sweater that when I spin, it creates this flare, and I actually have a sweater like that that I love. I feel more confident now, but God forbid, you know, men going for a handshake, I always fuck that up, or, or a dab. And when I go to the barbershop, you know, men get real comfortable talking about women, and I would get so nervous, like, begging, Lord, please don't ask me about women, what kind of women I like, if I have a girlfriend, because any of those answers would have just made me red in the face. And then adjusting myself around the men in my family, which is more of an adjustment for survival, but not, I was never physically abused, but in the sense that, like, keeping the peace and, like, softening who I am in order to keep a stable um, mental health and I've had to do that as a kid like all all my life as a kid and and I'm just I'm, I'm realizing like how fucked up that has me now and it naturally made me more aggressive and insecure especially around straight men but in general hurt people hurt people one of the last words my friend said to me before ending our friendship, and it's more than fair. You know, we are allowed and should set boundaries and never compromise your peace, which is something I'm currently working on. And it was just three kings day, and a famous tradition here in Spain is to buy the king's cake, you know, the roscon, and it's stuffed with a hidden prize. Well, not only did I bite into a tiny baby panda, but I almost swallowed a toy bean. I am the winner of not one, but two prizes. And to be honest, I'd be lying if I said I didn't take it as a sign that maybe something positive this way comes. 
signed January 17, 2021.